Judges 6, 13. But sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned. He has abandoned us and put us into the hand of Midian. Gideon responding to the angel of the Lord. Gideon questioned God. Questioned him about the problems he and the nation of Israel, God's people. And about God's apparent lack of help. What Gideon didn't acknowledge was the fact that the people and even himself had brought calamity upon themselves when they decided to disobey and neglect God. Do we do the same? How easy is it to overlook personal accountability and blame our problems on God and on others? Unfortunately, this does not solve our problems. In fact, it only hides them. We don't come face to face to them. We don't claim them and therefore God can't work in us and through us to solve them. It brings us no closer to God and it actually escorts us to the very edge of rebellion and backsliding. How do you handle your situations with God? When problems come, the first place to look is within. That takes pausing. That takes quietness. That takes silence before the Lord. Our first action should be confession to God, being open and receptive to our sins, to our way of life, to our thinking, to what we think we should do, and ask God, Lord, is this your way? I was recently, in fact, yesterday, sitting with my father-in-law, who's 95 years old. I was sitting with him and just uh, spending time in silence. I, I was taught a very valuable lesson while I sat with him. It will stick to me the rest of my life. You see, in the morning, I was preaching, poolside preaching, I call it PSB, at Lost Lagoon, a resort there in El Campo, and I stopped by to see my father-in-law, Pop, I call him. And I sat with him for 45 minutes and almost entirely in silence. He has dementia. He's He knew who I was, and he has trouble thinking sometimes. He has trouble um, with trying to put his thoughts together and into words. So I just sat there. I, di- I didn't ask him questions. I didn't bombard him with information. I just sat with him. And every once in a while, he would tell me a dream he had had or that he was confused where he was. And he would ask me a question once in a while about what was going on with me. I realized that that is how we should be treating God, that I should be treating God. Instead of me always rushing in to tell him what I need I need to be willing 
just to sit in his presence, to sit in silence. And if he has something to say, I need to just listen. And when asked a question, answer him. Let me ask you, do you give God your silence? Are we too busy to sit with him and just be blessed with the opportunity we have to do so? He's waiting for us to pause and just be willing to sit in his presence. And if he has something to say, he will speak up. Don't be so busy talking, praying you can't hear him. The noise of this world will drown out his voice every chance it gets. And even the noise of serving can remove the joy of loving if we don't keep him as the main focus of our lives. Just be willing to sit. Go out, make it a wonderful, God-filled day. And if necessary, pause. And in fact, may I implore you to pause, to stop before the Lord and just sit in his presence. Remember, Jesus loves you and so do I. He did it. Let's do it.